Welcome to Life by Safina. I'm your host, Safina Duke, and let's talk about life. Welcome back to the podcast. So happy you're here listening. Before we get started, let me just tell you a couple things I've been working on in the new year. Number one, I got a KitchenAid for Christmas, which I'm so excited about. My neighbor could not believe that I didn't have a KitchenAid (laughs) because I bake all the time and I've been like bringing her all of my baked goods when I need to get rid of them. Like I'll bake way too much stuff and I'll be like, do you want some of it? And the last few times she's been like, you need to slow down because like I cannot eat all this stuff. Like my family doesn't eat all this junk in our house. So I've had to find other people to pawn my baked goods off on. (laughs) But anyways, I bake all the time. And that, that was something I actually prioritized last year. I was like, there's never really a good time to just like bake. So I started baking on Sundays and I made a lot of new recipes. I got a lot better at baking. And then I just can't believe I still had never had a KitchenAid. Like it was something that I used to want a really long time ago when I was broke and I got a hand mixer and I just bought bought this super cheap hand mixer because I wanted to bake and it just has done the job. It's just worked for me over the past 10 years or so. I've been using this like ratty hand mixer for all of my recipes and finally I was like, you know what? I think I'm at that next level where I could I could probably use a KitchenAid. So now I have the KitchenAid and I love it. It's pink and I have used it every single opportunity that I get. And now my new thing that I'm trying to learn is how to bake cakes. So I'm like fascinated by these TikTok people that have shown themselves making cakes and it just like occurred to me that it's possible for me to learn how to make cakes. I always thought it was something you had to be like professionally trained to do and I'm realizing that I can kind of figure it out. So I have been learning being a beginner and failing and doing all the buttercream icing and the piping and like the just like all the little tools that you have to have to make cakes and I'm planning on making beautiful cakes for my entire family this year whether they like it or not for their birthdays (laughs) so I have a lot of work to do and it's a time-consuming job so that's what I've been working on in my free time and another thing that's super fun that I'm actually going to this week is I put it out there on Facebook that I want to be a model, which (laughs) I don't know what it is about saying that that seems so scary. Like I made a TikTok the other day about how people just are obsessed with like not saying things to where they could be humbled, right? And saying something like, okay, I want to be a model. It seems like it's just opening the door for people to humble you. Like, you know what I mean? But I have been a photographer for many years, and when I was a photographer, I learned something really interesting, which is that just because you have a certain look, just because your body has a certain look, just because you're built like a model, or you have like a very beautiful face, or you have a certain bone structure, that does not translate to how well the pictures turn out. And the number one thing, time and time again, is your presence in front of the camera, your comfort in front of the camera, and your confidence in front of the camera. And I think that that's why I was so successful 
in my job because I was able to like coach my clients into having that presence through the duration of their photo shoot. Like I would see them come in and be like all closed up and be like not giving model vibes. (laughs) Some of them did naturally, but like most people just aren't comfortable, right? And then they would start to like, you know, have some of the direction that I gave them and they would start to just like make these faces and they would just be so beautiful. And we would take pictures like they've never had of themselves before. Like these are, you know, most girls are used to just standing there and smiling and it feels super awkward to make a face that's not like a smile in front of the camera. So anyways, that being said, I am now in this stage of my life where I am in very good shape. (laughs) I feel very good. I feel beautiful and I feel more confident than I felt when I was in my early 20s. I'm feeling like this now is the time to appreciate like every single thing about myself, right? So I've been getting in front of my own camera. I've been doing my own photo shoots and I've just been feeling like, you know what? Why not do that for fun? So one of my Facebook friends is actually owns a modeling agency here and saw my post and was like, you can, you know, come (laughs) apply to work with our agency. So I was like, all right, so that's what I'm up to. That's what I'm doing this week. Um, And I'm a little bit nervous, but whatever. It's all just for. And anyways, I was not even planning on this modeling story to have anything to do with the episode, but it's actually such a perfect segue into the topic of confidence because confidence works the same way, right? You would think that in order to be confident, you have to be this certain type of person, right? Whatever we think is valuable in our society. And we also think the opposite. We think that if you are, you've done things to make you not valuable in society or to make you ashamed of yourself or whatever story you have about your life, that then you shouldn't be able to be confident. And in reality, that's not how it works. In reality, it's just like a choice that you get to make. And for some reason, this has been something that I've been really good at helping other people with and something that's come somewhat natural to me. So I want to share a little bit of it. And my sister actually, (laughs) me and her laugh all the time because she'll be like, how are you so confident? When we look back at my like, my awkward fifth grade pictures, like I literally went through the most awkward stage ever. Um, I'm not super excited (laughs) looking back on those pictures. I don't know where the confidence came from, but I was proud of myself. I I had it. Like I felt good about myself. And that's something that just has always like happened for me in my life. But I think it's hilarious. Like that girl, that fifth grade Safina was literally rocking the transition glasses, which if you remember those, they were popular back then. And I never should have been allowed to have them because they were so bad. You would walk out into the sun and they would turn into sunglasses. They would be glasses first, right? And then they'd turn into sunglasses. And what happened is like, they didn't really work properly. So when you went back inside a room or whatever, inside, they wouldn't fully turn back into glasses for a while. They would just be like half sunglasses and half glasses. So it was a very unique look. It was a very fun time (laughs) in our society. And I apparently was very confident despite the setbacks that I was having being in my awkward phase. And before we start with how to be confident, I just want to caveat that like, I think that a lot of people 
their confidence is based on like the things that they were constantly told growing up. And so you're definitely not going to have the advantage of just being naturally confident when you were constantly told by like a parent or both parents or teachers or everyone around you that you're worthless and not smart and not good at anything and whatever else people have told you. So I just wanted to acknowledge that that's really difficult. I'm lucky that I had one parent who my mom was like very supportive of me and my dad was sometimes supportive of me and sometimes told me all those negative things about myself too. So it's just interesting Um, and there are different types of confidence, right? Like there's the type of confidence that you feel when you're like on top of the world and you haven't been knocked down and you just feel like you have the best job and you make the most money and you're the most hottest person in the world like all of those things that are society thinks you need to be confident there's that type and then there's the type of confidence to where you could lose all of that and you would still be able to find value in yourself and feel good about yourself and I mean I think it's easy for all of us to experience both of those but obviously we're talking about the second one (laughs) we're talking about like the real long-lasting confidence that can't go away it can't be taken away by something someone says to you it's something it's a relationship that you decide to have with yourself and nobody can ever take that away i think it's interesting to look back through times of my life where i did have that fake confidence and i kind of built up a little life for myself and had a little ego around myself which let's be honest like that's fine it's normal it's part of being a human but then i would have like i had a couple periods of my life where I got knocked down and I like lost a lot of my friends and I had to really find out who I was while I was down and I think like that's just the best area to get to know yourself in like that's those are the times where you get to decide that you have redemptive qualities that you are more than who the person is in front of you in the mirror today like there's more to you there's more for your future and that you still believe in yourself and you're still worthy and valuable. Those are the times that when it's hardest to believe that, right? Those are the times where you build the strongest confidence and belief in yourself. Here's what it comes down to. Confidence requires a willingness for other people to think you're wrong and for you to not care and allow yourself to be confident anyways. So let's talk about how to actually be confident. I'm gonna start with the most number one obvious thing that I have always believed my whole entire life, which is nobody is like better than you or cooler than you or exempt from being a human. Like we are all here being cringy, being disgusting. Like I'm using the worst words I can think of, right? Being like disturbing, being messed up beyond repair. Like we were created that way. We are humans. And no matter who you look up to and who you think is so great and cool and special and whatever has it all, they cannot escape their humanity either. And so all of the things that you think about yourself that you repeat in your head, like the things that make you not confident, right? Like the things that you've done to other people that you've said, the times you've messed up, the times you've been weird, all of those things, those that's what everybody has, okay? Just not everybody decides to ruminate in that area of themselves. So I think that it's just been like really 
easy to just be like, okay, like we all have the same, you know, we all have the same opportunity to be confident. So that's what it's always come down to for me is that other people are not better than me and I'm not better than other people. We all have flaws and we all have amazing things about ourselves. And as I'm saying this, it sounds like, duh, like obviously that's true, right? But I think that a lot of people, like we do subconsciously, whether we realize or not, place value on people based on certain things, based on appearances, based on achievements, right? And the way that you know that you're doing this is if you have ever thought of yourself as like less than somebody else, right? When it comes down to it, like you can be with the most crazy status person in the room and they're no better than you as a person but when we place people above us we're playing in the hierarchy of like some people are better than others right we're playing in that playing field and when we're in that area that also means by definition that like we are better than other people So it means that some people are better than us and we're better than other people because we're playing by the definition that it's like possible for some humans to be more worthy and better than other humans. So I want you to see that even if you're putting yourself at the bottom of the totem pole, you're still creating a totem pole where then people, you could believe that you are better than other people if you change some things about yourself. Okay, number two, being confident is just a decision. It's just a choice. And one thing I've noticed is that a lot of people like to tell themselves that they're not confident and they like to tell themselves that they have low self-esteem. Like they will literally come to me and be like, I just have really low confidence. And I just want you to notice that that's like a story that you can just decide to change at any time because confidence is something that you believe about yourself, right? And so like your belief is just a set of thoughts that you have about yourself, And you can change literally like you could wake up today and decide to think new things about yourself. And of course, it's not that easy (laughs) as like I'm just saying it like, but it is possible. So just because it's not like everyone isn't going to just be able to wake up overnight and change their thoughts, it doesn't mean that it's not as simple as that. And I think like what it comes down to is just this feeling like you're not allowed to be confident like you're just not allowed and I this is what I was talking about earlier I mentioned my TikTok where I was just like what is our obsession with like being humble and humbling people like what is that about and you know when I make my brain answer that question it comes up with some answers which have to do with like if our whole society doesn't think that they're that special and they don't think that they're that great and that capable then they're all going to participate in keeping themselves small, keeping the systems that are going right now going. They're not going to do their own things. They're not going to go for their own things. They're not going to create change in the world because they believe that they're small. And they're going to just be like small little ants working in the colony, right? So it makes sense that there has been some sort of like fear created among us to be confident to say good things about ourselves, to believe amazing things about ourselves. And I think when I notice people who don't have confidence, that's what it comes down to is like, they do not feel like they're allowed to. Like, just because you have this thing going on with you, like, then you're not allowed to be confident. Because like some, you know, person is going to come out and tell you like, nope, 
they're going to humble you. They're going to tell you that you're not allowed to be confident. There's so many times where those imaginary people that are like going to come out of the woodworks and humble you are actual real people in your life too. Like there might actually be family members and friends that you have who are going to think you're ridiculous if you change the way that you see yourself. And that's 100% valid and true. It's just that like, do you want to keep living in the vision of somebody who wants you to be small, right? And even me now, like I put myself out there so much. I put myself on TikTok I literally make like so many videos where I'm just like talking as if I know exactly what I'm talking about because I do. <laughs> and I have like all of my friends follow me on all of my social media, my friends from real life. And that thought goes through my brain so many times. I'm just like, oh my God, what if they're like talking about me? What if they're sending my stuff to each other and like, making fun of me or what if they think something I said was really stupid or what if they noticed that like I'm a hypocrite because I was giving this type of advice but I'm actually this type of person in my real life right like what if they're noticing discrepancies and what that comes down to is just like every time that those thoughts pop up it's just like okay like those are thoughts that I've learned to just let them pop up and then let them pass like we don't have to discuss it we don't have to keep it in my brain We can just hear it pop up and let it go because it's not something that I want to spend my time thinking about is like what other people think of me and what if my friends are like my real friends or if they're supportive of me or whatever. Like I do not care. (laughs) Like the people that are going to be in my life are going to be in my life. I think this translates really well to personal style as well. I was coaching someone the other day on just like having the confidence to wear things that she likes and there's this feeling right like you have to have other people approve of you you have to like what if someone looks at you and is like well like what did you do (laughs) like that's terrible right and here you were thinking that you had picked a great outfit and so this has always been something that like I've also had a very strong sense of my whole life is like my personal style like I've always known what I am attracted to as far as clothing and I've always like felt it like I've always just gone off like what makes me feel good what I think I could pull off on my body and just like having fun with it and I remember there have been times in my life like especially after I had kids where I wasn't very confident in my body and I was like not very confident in my ability to know what was in style because I felt like I was like so far removed from that side of myself And I remember trying to just buy clothes that were like good for me. Like I was like, what should I wear? What would people dress me in? What is in style? And I never felt as lit up as I did when I was just like whimsically like going for things that I thought were cool. And I want to share this story. I can't remember if I've shared it on here before. But when I was in high school, this was back in 2009, it was you know, the buckle era, (laughs) it was bootcut jeans. And I think skinny jeans were like coming in at that time too. So it was skinny jeans a little bit. It was dark wash, all those things. I went out one night to Forever 21 and I found these jeans that I really liked and I thought I could pull them off. Like it was one of those things where I was like, these are a little bit different, but I think I can pull them off. And what they were, were dark wash, skinny jeans, but they were high waisted and they had like all of these buttons coming up the front of them. And 
I put those jeans on and wore them to school the next day. And I remember my friends being like, pulling me aside and being like, Safina, like, no, you can't wear this. This looks terrible. This isn't in style. Like, (laughs) I think they were like literally trying to help me. Like they were trying to be like intervening on my style, right? But I decided in on that day now I'm not gonna lie and say I was like the most confident person ever I was a high schooler and I of course cared what other people thought about me but I also it gave me the opportunity to decide that I'm gonna have my own back like I like these things and it's okay if other people don't like I'm I can still wear it and that little confidence shift that you can have in yourself like if you can walk out of the house wearing whatever you want with that mentality then no one can really tell you that you're doing it wrong. Like they can tell you, but it doesn't really matter. And I think that brings us to like the next part of this, which is this is a style thing for sure, but it's also just like a general life thing. So one thing that I've realized about me is that because I have such a clear idea of like who I am and what I want and what I think is cool, and this is in terms of like everything, right? Like what I wanna do with my life. Um, the way that I decorate my house, like just every single thing about me, like my hair right now, it has these super blonde highlights in it. And like when I was telling people that I wanted, I wanted them even blonder, honestly. And when I was telling people about it, they were kind of just like, yeah, maybe go for like a little bit more of like a blended color, right? Because that's what people are used to. People are used to things that like are normal (laughs) and that's not always my style. Like I have specific looks that I want to go for. So I've learned that I am not the type of person who like wants to have a friend in the fitting room with me. And I mean that like literally and metaphorically, like I do not want necessarily for people to be like telling me what they think I should do, what they think looks right on me, what they think is best for me, because I just like my own opinion. Like I just trust my own opinion of myself. And I think that it's like important to note that if you are coming into that stage of your life that you might want to refrain from asking other people. And now when I do ask other people for their opinion, I just keep it on the side a little bit. Like, you know, like you can't get mad at people for giving you their opinion because we're so used to doing that as humans. But it's just like you don't have to take it as like, over your own opinion. You don't have to take it as more valuable than what you think about yourself. Like what you think about yourself is the most valuable thing that you have. Your brain is constantly finding evidence for what you believe about yourself. So I want to leave you that if you have a lot of negative thoughts about yourself, you are constantly reaffirming those throughout your day. And the world around you will constantly be reflecting back what you believe in yourself. And even if the world were to reflect back things that do not align with your negative beliefs, you're going to be blinded from them because you have the confirmation bias of only looking for information that aligns with what you already believe. Okay, so meaning I use this example on my stories one day about how I have always had this belief that I don't naturally have an ass like I I'm literally not built to where I naturally have a butt, okay? So it's always been like pretty athletic looking and like small. And because of whatever trend is in right now, I've decided to become a gym girl. 
And me being a gym girl, I've like trained legs three days a week for months and months and years now. And I have started to grow my glutes, okay? And I've eaten the right way to where now I actually do have an ass. (laughs) Like it just is, it shows up in jeans now. It shows up in pants and people notice it. But I want to tell you, like people compliment my butt now and they'll say, oh my God, your butt looks so big. And because my brain has not caught up with the fact that I have like packed on some muscle back there, because my brain hasn't caught up yet, I think that they are lying to me. Like I'm like, oh, they're just being really nice. Like they think that I'm just trying really hard. So they're trying to like encourage me. Like my brain will just minimize things that people say to me because I do not fully, I haven't fully integrated that into my identity. I think it's like the funniest thing to use as an example, but it's like, it's so true. And I posted this on my stories one time and like my other friend who, mind you, this girl has like a literal hourglass body shape. Like she has a bigger butt than me and she is also like naturally built the same way I am. So she was like, oh my God, me too. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like you literally have a huge butt. Um, I know I'm like just imagining some of like my other generations of listeners who are like, that is not a compliment, but nowadays it's a compliment. So anyways, I remember the days when, when it wasn't cool to have a big butt, but anyways, it's the perfect example of how, what you believe about yourself, you're always proving true. So for example, if you have grown up thinking you're not smart, maybe you have lots of evidence to pile up on that, but anything that you are smart at, anything that you are good at, right? you're not going to see it. You're not going to be thinking about that. You're not spending any time in that area because you are so set in stone on the belief that you're not smart. So you want to start to question, like, here's some real action steps that you can take is just to realize, like, if you're not confident, why? What are the things about you that you think need to be different? What are the things about you that make you not confident? And write those down and then look and constantly look for, like, evidence of how those are not true so you can notice all of the ways that you're not confident and start to find the evidence for it not being true and also you can start to look at yourself through a different lens like look at yourself through the way that other people look at you like people that love you what do they see in you like what do they like about you and spend more time focusing on that than all the things that are wrong with you like I think it's just so interesting the way that I treat myself now that I am like a little bit older and you know we talked about social situations like I used to just think like I used to be awkward in like a conversation and I'd be like driving home and I would just be like beating myself up over it like I would be thinking about it over and over and over again because that's what my brain wanted to do to be like if we think about this over and over again it won't happen (laughs) like you won't be awkward anymore and that's just not true. Okay, and so the difference now is not that I'm not awkward anymore and not that I don't realize it anymore. I still have the drive home where I'm like, oh my God, like that was kind of awkward of you. And then I literally leave it at that. Like, who cares? Like, really, who cares? We're awkward sometimes. I've seen the coolest people be awkward and weird and do stupid things, right? Like, literally everybody does it. And so like not giving your brain the opportunity to sit there and beat yourself up for things, not giving your brain the opportunity, like letting those thoughts come in and let them pass as quickly as they came in. 
they're not important. Your brain is lying to you. (laughs) Your brain is trying to protect you by just obsessively bringing them up again, but they're really not important. You don't need to spend time on how terrible of a person you are or how awkward or whatever person that you are. So that's the solution. That's the difference between confident people and not confident people is that they, I mean, there's literally nothing different about them except for the way that they think about themselves. And if you spend more time in the having, the things that you are good at, the things that you are amazing at, and you just constantly bring yourself back to that, it's hard, right? Like it's, if you have spent so much time beating yourself up, this is something you're going to have to do all the time at first. But it does get easier, it does become more natural, and that is how you build confidence. And lastly, you can also build confidence by keeping little promises to yourself, by like being the person you want to be, right? Because we have the like affirmations where it's like, I am wealthy, like, you know, whatever you want. I have a fat ass. (laughs) And it's like, Part of the reason I am able to build the confidence in having a fat ass is like, I'm going to go to the gym and work on it. And so I know I'm doing my part. I know I'm working on it. I know I'm improving. I'm showing up for myself. Like you're taking the actions of being the person that you want to be, to be confident. If there's something about you that you don't like that you can change, then change it. Like take those, (laughs) take those steps that you need to take, right? It's not all about just like being in your brain and like never getting off your couch and just telling yourself that you're amazing, right? You can show up for yourself. Like taking those actions helps you to believe it. It's like a a rolling effect. Like it's like the actions help your thoughts and then the thoughts help your actions and then the actions help your thoughts. It's like they always are playing into each other. So keep small promises. If you haven't done anything like huge, right? If you don't want to start by like working out five days a week, keep a tiny promise to yourself. Do something little, like start to build that trust with yourself that you can show up for yourself and you can do little things that you have promised, even if it's like literally the smallest thing, even if it just takes a minute, it's starting to build that trust with yourself. I want to leave you with this. What if it was possible that starting today, you can just throw away any of those old identities. You can just throw away any part of you that doesn't believe in yourself and has low self-esteem and has low confidence. Like those are all the worst things to believe about yourself and you can just let them go. And I want to also offer that like when you do that, you can do that today and you're going to have opportunities for them to come back and they're going to show their face again because that's what happens in life. We get like tested. We have we have things that we, you know, graduate from, that we learn from, that we learn at newer levels. Like we have it come up again at a harder level. And so that will happen, but you can choose today at this level to let all of that shit go. And you're allowed to just be okay with yourself, who you are. I mean, I think like our society is so bent on telling people that they're not allowed to be okay with themselves. You have this thing, you have this thing, you shouldn't be okay with yourself. Every single thing about you, you're allowed to just accept it and be happy with who you are today. And that's an option for you. So I will leave you with that. I hope that this has helped your confidence and I will see you on the next episode. 
Life by Safina is so much more than just a podcast. So if you're enjoying these concepts, just know I'm also here as your life coach to help you deal with these things in your unique situations in your life. To take the next step to work together, just click the link in the show notes and book your consultation call. I cannot wait to find out more about who you are and who you're becoming. I'll talk to you there.